From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 154, and today we're doing something kind of fun. For those who are aware, there is this service called Disney Plus that has all of our childhood favorites and new movies from Disney, Marvel, National Geographic, lots of places. So my kids and I got excited about all the old titles that they had never heard of and that my wife and I loved when we were younger. And so we decided to sit down and watch a whole whack of them. So we're sitting down to watch Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I'm Jeremy. I've seen this film probably a few times, but not for a, like, probably, oh God, it could be 30 years now. Probably, at least 30 years that, since I've seen this film. Who else is here? I'm Ephraim. I have not seen this film. I'm Annie. I have not seen this film. So this is going to be, I probably already talked about this in the intro, but we, we have Disney Vault, or D- Disney Plus. And so I thought it'd be fun to do uh, a couple of these episodes that where we just talk briefly, probably, about a bunch of different old movies. So we're looking at, uh, we just fired up Disney Plus and we can see the cover page where it clearly shows some animated characters and some live action characters. Yeah. What do we know about this film? That there's a flying bed. A flying (laughs) bed, that's right. Well, there's a bed knob and a broomstick. Not a great, is that a great title? Nope. It's kind of a fun title, Wait, though. Where's the broomstick? I don't see a broomstick yet. So the description that Disney Plus gives is three children and an amateur witch team up to save England from invasion. Amateur witch? Amateur witch. So it means like a witch in training. Kind of like the kids from... A ha- nice witch? A nice witch? I think it's a nice witch. They team up with a nice witch, yeah. So uh, you guys don't know anything about this movie, right? Nope. No, Mommy just told me some. What did she tell you? That's okay. She told you a little bit, because you can get scared sometimes, right? Yeah. So she told you that it takes place like during World War II, and, uh, and it's partly animated and partly live action, so the kids go into like an animated kind of world. Weird. So what are you, what are you expecting? Let's just, let's just be quick here, and then we'll get into the movie. So what are you expecting to see? This is 1971. This was made. So this is 10 years before I was born. I'm expecting to see funny like character like like funny cartoons and stuff. Okay. Usually cartoons are funny. And Ephraim, like, what do you like, think? Like, like cartoons well, that it says, talk. It says three children and an amateur which team up to save England from invasion. So I think they're um, trying to save them from the Nazis. Maybe. That's the right time period. And do you think it's going to be like, do you think there'll be a musical aspect to it? Maybe. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I think... I think so. Yeah? Okay. I, I think that 
the the cartoons um will like maybe help or something. That'd be good. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So we turn it off and find out. Oh, and I just noticed something that 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 well, the like tiger cartoon or something is like holding a guy. He's holding a guy. Yeah, and do you know who that guy is? Yeah. He is the I think he's the dad from uh Mary Poppins, isn't he? Same actor? I think so. That mustache is giving him away. But he's he's sideways right now, it's hard to tell. Alright. We'll be back after the movie. Bye. Yep. How does she do that? Because she's a witch. That's the sort of thing witches do. Sound the advance! So we just finished. There's some background noises probably because our, our wonderful, uh, my wife and, and their mummy is uh, cleaning up. Yep. From our lovely yeah. dinner that we, we had while we watched the movie. So what did we think? It was good. good. What, what, what was good about it? Everything. I like that the bed could fly. With just the bed could fly? With just one Spoiler thing. alert. Spoiler well, alert. Yeah, the bed, it's a better flying bed. So what happens? What's the story? Tell us the story. Quickly. Well, uh, I mean, just in a, like, just sum it up. Well, it's a, they're trying to save their country with World War Two. Yeah. And she has a spell, but she's trying to find the rest of it or something like that. Yep. And. And it's in this old book. Yeah. But she, there's only one half of it, so she has to find the other half. And they travel all around looking for it, right? Uh-huh. And then what's the irony? Where do they find it eventually? Um, they find it... Well, they find it on the metal at uh, the island of Nabubu? Yeah, yeah and, and, and then the funny part was they that... They went back. They went back, and he... Um, and the, the littlest kid had Charlie. It. He was always my favorite. Charlie. I think no, it's Charlie, um, right? It's Paul. 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 Um, he, oh, he, he had a book about that, and he always had the words with him so they didn't have to travel. But like. they didn't listen to Paul, I guess. Uh-huh. They didn't really establish that. All of a sudden, Paul's like, nobody listens to me. But they didn't really establish that earlier on. That should have been a, a trait. What were you going to say, Eve? I was just going to say that. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, do we like the story? Yeah. yeah. So there's a, so it's a bit dated in some sections, huh? Oh, yeah. What did you find, Ephraim? There's a part that you're like, uh-oh. Uh, you were like... Well, there's a section in the middle when they go to, um, was it Portobello Road? No, yeah. like what? Portobello Road. Portobello Road, and it's kind of like a street market. And there's yeah. a dance sequence, and they just keep on dissolving from one culture to the next... And that's really cool. They have a whole bunch of different yeah. cultures that would have been in England in the 1940s. But the first one they do is uh, is, is really like an Indian one. dance. No, it's the first. Well, first one is just them dancing, and then all of a sudden these four Indian, like very stereotypical Indian-looking guys, come around the corner with, and the music starts getting played by the sitars and stuff. And it's just like, it comes out of nowhere. She's like, "What is happening?" Yeah. And so, but then it dissolves to another culture doing it, like an African culture, and then another one. And then it's like, "Oh, this is really cool." It goes on for a long time. Yeah, Scot- that's Scotland's like in there. It's weird, 
but also cool it's, that you get to see like lots of countries. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's really neat. If I was they're different way. Yeah, if I was to remake this movie, I would definitely I'd have one flow into the other and have the music like shifting in real time and just have that be one sequence where yeah, because they, they like, faded out the, into the next one. Other thing that me and Ephraim didn't really like when they were flying with the bed was it oh was God, like the all the colors <laughs> the effects. neon. Yeah. All the colors it's were like, neon. It's like when you, when you have like a really colorful um, background um, on your phone and then you turn it into in, invert colors. Yeah. The, it's the, like neon. The effects aren't it's great. Like, I think um, if you were to remake this movie, you would... Uh, it would be way better. I would, That's it. I, like, I would make it like be flying like... If you were actually in a city flying on a bed. Yeah, the effects would be way better. I mean, this is made... But this you is wouldn't not, be like... Oh my god, this is not what it would actually look like. No. But this is 1971, so the effects so, are pretty good for the time. And it's weird. It's weird. But the effects for the time in cinema, they're pretty good. I think that sequence at the end, where all of the items in real life come alive, and pants start dancing and, and all that kind of stuff, like some of that puppetry they're doing with those objects are, is pretty good. Right? Yeah, yeah. like when, like the... Like, do you see strings and stuff? No. No. Pretty well done. Nazis come, it's like... It's weird, because, like, you just suddenly see these boats coming in from this... Yeah. Well, they say they're just doing test... uh, Whatever it's called. But they're just, like, basically testing and letting England know they can invade at any point in time. Yeah, it's... uh, So, the test occupation, I think, is the way they, they described it. So, they just take people? No, they just come up. They come aboard, to, and then that village would let the their their side know that it's like, hey, the Nazis were here for a beat. Uh, that's something they're doing now. And then it's like, oh, well, we better get worried. They were just kind of trying to worry them a bit. It's kind, I don't know. It's not <laughs> the stakes. And then and then they blow up her house, and her house suddenly reappears with everything thing inside. Well, She's a witch. <laughs> yeah, but we don't. Any people know this movie? They're, they're, we're allowed to spoil whatever. Annie gave me like a don't spoil it glare. But the whole point of this podcast is we're supposed to talk about everything. So if people haven't seen it, it's not our problem. Watch the movie. It's on. Get a Disney Plus account. It's on there now. It's okay. We can spoil. We're talking about everything. We can talk about the ending. Um, the soccer match. You guys like the soccer match? It was weird. It was weird? All oh, the-, the weirdest part was when the alligator, like, something happened to the alligator. Oh, yeah, the teeth. And the whole jaw fell out. <laughs> All this, the- and it was like it was this fake jaw that opened and closed. Yeah, his bones from his mouth weird. just jumped out of his... It was almost like a den- and it, dentures. And it kept going up and down. Yeah. Up and, it yeah. Was just- it, was like, it was almost like dentures from somebody coming out, but it was, it was their bone structure. Like- <laughs> Mommy just went like, that is hilarious. Mommy loved the part with the... Um, when the, the king blows uh, his breath, the uh, the leopard spots come off. Very oh, yeah. funny. Here's what I don't understand. They went to a lot of trouble to steal that medal. Why didn't they just ask the king what it said? At no point are they just like, hey, can you tell us what that what's on that medal? As opposed to stealing his fam- family heirloom. Not cool. Yeah. Like, they were right. That king was right to chase after them. At no point did they try to just... They didn't even need to steal. They just needed the words. Write them down. 
Yeah, didn't she have that notepad? And at that point, no, Paul is never like, hey, I have those words. I have it in my book. That feels like that comes at, out of nowhere at the end. That all of a sudden, Paul's like, oh, by the way, those are my book. Yeah, anyway. because no one ever asks him. Yeah. I think this this is, I'd be interested to read the book. I didn't know it was based on a book. Uh, I think there's some interesting, fun stuff. I loved this movie as a kid, but watching it now, I'm like, the story's pretty thin. Yeah. But it's, it was entertaining. Do you guys like it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like weird, funny, cool, interesting, and lots of other things. Yeah. I think you could definitely take this story and improve it, though. Like a feeling that you were like, what is happening? This is funny. And this does not look right. Do you, guys, <laughs> do you think that they're going to remake it? This one, I don't, this is not, I don't know if this is one that's popular enough True. to remake. True. That said, if I ever had a meeting at Disney and they're like, hey, is there any from our catalog that you'd be interested in remaking? This would probably be in my top five or ten if I was going through a list. I'd be like... Well, they've I, remade it. They've remade a lot. Yeah, but this was never one of their huge titles, you know? True. But that said, it's one of the ones where... You, nobody would be mad at you remaking it because there is a lot of room for you to improve upon it. This was the weirdest part. It wasn't in the movie, but it was after. Like, it shows you the next movie. And if I knew that movie was the next movie, I would only watch that movie after that. Was that Sound of Music? Yeah. Well, that's just queuing up another title that's on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of which, do you guys have one of these old vault movies you'd like to watch next that you haven't seen? Do you remember uh, any? Do you remember any of the titles that were on there? Lady and the Tramp. Well, that's a new one, but we can. No, the old Lady and the Tramp. Oh, the original. I want to still watch Sound Music. Well, we can do that anytime. All right, we're we're undecided on what our next uh, trip to the, the vault Jungle will be. Book. Jungle Book. Maybe Jungle Book. I've anyway, seen it. Hasn't. we're undecided on what our next trip to the vault will be, but you guys will yep. find out in mere moments. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, what's going on out there? Something really freaky. Wait a minute. That's not my voice. That's Mom's voice. Hey, what's the matter with you? Good grief, what am I doing here? That's not my voice, that's Annabelle's voice. Are you okay, Annabelle? Annabelle? You all right, Ellen? Ellen? All right, so for this next film, we decided to watch what? Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. And someone in this group did not want to watch it. Who was that? Annie. Nice try. Ephraim was opposed. He said, I'm not watching it. No way. And I saw you grinning and laughing. What did you think of it at the end? Thumbs up? That's, you can't see that on a podcast. Thumbs up. All right. Come on forward, though. So, But I'm interested in this. What made you not want to watch this? I don't know. No, it's okay. I, I'd love to know. I'm you not had, sure. Because you had a real turnaround. So what was it about that you thought this movie was going to be like that you didn't want to watch? I'm not sure. You thought it was going to be boring? Yeah, I guess. Because it was about girls? No. <laughs> you just thought it was going to be kind of boring? Yeah. That's all? And was this your number one pick? We kind of did a tally system of what movie we would watch, and this one won. 
Was this your number one pick, Annie? And why is that? You can't, you can't just nod. You gotta. T- it's a podcast. It's a. It's an audio medium. Yes. And why did you pick that? Because I. Because I thought it. Because mama, mommy was talking about it and was like saying like let's watch Freaky Friday every single day and I thought it was gonna be a fun movie and then she didn't suggest the other ones so oh so this one <clears throat> so this one sounded the most in- interesting to you yeah uh, I I have never actually seen this movie so this is a black hole for me too I was really kind of surprised by how not edgy or racy it is but it's like the daughter has a real voice. She's kind of modern, you know. Um, I like that she was into sports and all that kind of stuff. And, and I thought they had a real, like, rivalry between each other. I thought it was, I mean, I think the the effect of how they changed, that was surprising to me. I didn't know what it was going to be. I guess I figured they'd, they'd go to bed fighting and then the next morning they'd wake up in each other's bodies. I didn't expect it to be the way it was. I thought because she was like, like the eight thirty thing, I thought, I thought that was like, that was, um, when they switched bodies in their beds. Yeah, but we but we would have needed to get a sense of who they are first, right? At eight thirty, would be a bit late to wake up to go to school, don't you think? Well, if their school starts at nine. That's fair. That is fair, but she didn't. But she went up and go into the. What did she? Went to like an ice cream shop for breakfast. Yeah. And then her mom discovered that she ate ice cream for her breakfast. What was the ice cream? It was like it was a weird combination. It was like, like uh, rum and raisin and banana split. Rum raisin banana split. Rum. Who eats rum? Rum raisin is like a, is a, is, is uh, well rum is an alcohol, but rum raisin isn't made of alcohol. It's just got like a. I don't know. It's it's a, it's. A, Rum very, raisin, r- very strong flavor. Split. Yeah, it's a very strong flavor. But then there was what was the sandwich that boy said he'd made for her? Do you remember? He said he made her a sandwich that was her favorite. It was like anchovy oh, tuna sandwich. Tuna sandwich and pickles, or tuna sandwich and peanut butter, or something. Yeah. Something like that. So funny. What? So it was kind of neat. Like they. Did, so the the mom and the bo- daughter both thought that their lives were so much worse than the others, right? Yeah. So, what were some of your favorite bits? Mm. Sorry, sorry about the noise in the background. Uh, the mommy end is was mommy good. is once again cleaning up for us. I and thought because I thought because I thought um, that the daughter wouldn't actually open her mouth to talk because she, because she like um, she she like. She, because at the first part, she, um, there was like, like her voice recorded, but she didn't actually open her mouth. Oh, you just heard the, the inner monologue. Yeah. You heard, yeah. The, you heard their thoughts inside their heads, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think they were, they, I didn't expect that to be a part of the movie either. You like the ending of the movie, Eve? Yeah. With the world. They kept on doing really interesting things where they were kind of juxtaposing the things they're doing. Like, they had the baseball game and the lacrosse, the field hockey <laughs> match. And then they had the, the big race at the end with the and the water skiing. 
the whole thing, the whole thing was bizarre that the dad had pl- planned this presentation for work around his daughter do- water skiing. That just felt a bit <laughs> forced. How do we make the daughter have to water ski at the end and the mom? Uh, maybe the dad has a presentation and the mom has to cook for it. And she can't cook because she's a teenage girl. All that crazy stuff. I really loved uh, how they included all these small things, too. Like, I really liked how they showed uh, her, realized her relationship with her brother. Right? What did she call him? Like, Ape Face. Ape Face. Ape Face. What a great nickname for a younger child. Now, what's that make you think about your relationship with you guys? Because you guys oh, don't... Oh, I have a new nickname to call Annie. Ape Face? Hey, Ape Face. What if she's going to call you Ape Face? He penis doodle. What? <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> okay, we're moving on from that. <laughs> Are you going to edit that out? Am I going to edit that out? We'll see. No, um, no. Okay. But what does it make you think about your own relationship a little bit, maybe, with each other? I guess. And Because what do they say? Because she, she thought her little brother hated her, right? Yeah. And what do the little brothers say? Like, I like to be... I like to be like her. He says, well, he said he can't love and hate someone at the same time. Aww. Right? And he even tried to be messy once so that she'd be... She'd see that, but then the housekeeper cleaned up after him. No, 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 the housekeeper said to clean it up, and he just did it. Yeah. I like that sequence, too, where um, where she, the mom, I guess the mom as the daughter is at home, and, like, it's just going crazy, and everyone... It's like, I can't drive. Well, there's that, but I'm talking about the sequence where everyone just keeps on popping by. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, the, the window people, and then the carpet people, and everyone's just, it's just, like, piling on, piling on. They keep on passing the dog around. Yeah. Barbara Harris, who plays the mom, I thought she was fantastic. Wait, is it like um the people that um did it? I think they were like the the same people, like for when they switched bodies. Yeah. They just talked they were, the same and they just pretended. They just pretended. <laughs> They just did different weird things that a mom would not do. Yeah, what, what, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be like... Like what? You thought it was going to be like we'd see the little girl looking like the mom? No, I thought it was going to be the girl just with the mind of the mom. Oh, you thought it was going to... Oh. Uh, so she would look like the same... So she would look like the girl. She would look like the girl. That's what they did. That though. is what they did. Mm-mm. No, no, I mean, like, like the girl has the mom mind, and she's in the kitchen at first. So she's like a little girl being a mom, and opening the door, and like... Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, I think I know what you mean. And the mom's doing all the girls' stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. I thought that was was what it was gonna be. Yeah, I'm curious. I've never seen the remake either, the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, one with. Um, oh God, why is my my name my mind blanking? Uh, oh God, who's in the remake with Jamie Lee Curtis? Em. Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. I don't know why I blanked on that. Who's that? But it makes me. Lindsay Lohan was an actress that was had this great 
start out to her career, and then she kind of got herself into trouble with just bad behavior, and so she's not, she didn't really keep going the way that people expected her to be. She did this Freaky Friday movie, which uh, really launched her career in a big way, and then she did this great movie called Mean Girls, and then things just kind of went south for her because she made some bad choices in her life. We'll talk about more specifics of that as you get older, and how to not... Uh, and how to learn from Lindsay Lohan's mistakes. But anyway, uh, yeah, any, any final thoughts on this movie? I really liked it. I, I liked, I mean, I, it wasn't my first choice of the movie to watch tonight. What was your first choice? My first choice was Apple Dumpling Gang. Oh, you're high five? Was that yours too? We'll watch that next time. My second choice was... was the Shaggy DA? Okay, we'll, we'll probably get to that one at some point too. All right, so we'll be back next time, probably for the Apple Dumpling Gang. As a boy, John Doolittle had a special gift. Why do dogs sniff each other? That's just kind of our way of shaking hands. But not everyone... John, this is your new principal. Nice to meet you, John. ...could appreciate it. Nice to meet you. John, I command you to come out of this boy! 30 years later, the gift is back. Now what? John so what? We're, so we're back. And what movie did we just watch? Dr. Doolittle. We watched Little, the one with, Little, with Eddie Murphy. We hadn't seen it. Oh, Evie's making her face. Oh. What do, you, well, what do you think? It was good, good. but... Good but, yeah, what? Um, so I hadn't seen this either. This is a new for all of us. Said, it said it was a family movie. Yeah. I mean, here, this is like, I think this was... Uh, 1988. No, it wasn't 88. No, I mean 98. 98? So it was late 90s. The 90s was a weird time, man. It was this time where in the in in um, like family movies, they were trying to be edgy enough for the adults to want to see them. But also, like they didn't know what the line was, and they and they were hiring all of these comedians that were known for like adult movies that were like R rated, like you know p- people like Mike Myers and Jim Carrey and uh, and Eddie Murphy in this case. And uh, it's funny the Jim Carrey ones I think all stand up because those ones know how to ride that line between inappropriate joke that kids don't get at all and. Just stuff like here where they're blatantly just saying, like, there's a monkey who's a drunk. And they're saying the word, like, don't be a pussy to a cat. Where it's just like, that's no, not even... it's not a cat. To a tiger, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's not I'm, a cat. Tiger. It's just... It uh, is a tiger. Yeah. It's like... But it's not even, like, trying to ride the line where it's like, oh, they're being really clever. They're just blatantly saying stuff that's not appropriate. Yeah. Where... It, anyway, that that bothered that bothers me just because yeah. it, it's just lazy writing. I hope the Robert Downey Jr. one is not like this. Apparently, the Robert Downey Jr. one is not great. It is. It's like I think it's it tracking turn? around like ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it next time is it my turn? Did you? Is it your turn to pick next? I don't know. We'll see. That's so stop, stop. bad. But Annie, it what did you think? Good. Well, let's talk about the movie we were talking about. Let's not worry about the movie we're watching next. You liked it. What'd you like about it? that there were lots of animals and it made like Dr. Doolittle had like 
Like he had like a good imagination, and he's like showing that kids can have a good imagination. Oh, so it had a good message to it. Okay, so it showed that kids can have an imagination, like his daughter, right? Because she was into animals too. So here's a fun fact that I was looking up while we were watching the movie. Eddie Murphy, uh-huh. who plays Doctor Doolittle, is terrified of animals. He really? almost never shares the screen with an actual animal. They shot it on green screen, or they had to digitally recreate them. He wouldn't touch animals. He wouldn't. He didn't like to share shots with them. And apparently, anytime he had to share a frame with an animal, he'd always like scream after the take was over because he was terrified of it. And so they had to do a lot of like digital composing of putting the animals into shots and stuff. They had to do that anyway because they didn't have like CGI wasn't quite there yet. This was twenty years ago. That was pretty good for 20 years. Well, they weren't doing CGI. They were doing green screen. Oh. So they were shooting animals on against green screens and putting them into the... Like, when the dog is in the car with him talking to him, the dog's not there. It's a green screen. You can kind of see the outline of it if you really, really look. Oh. And in then, the last shot, when he's walking down, um, you, you can see so much green screen with both of them. Yeah, the, the, but it's not bad. That, but the other thing, too, is they got all these animals that wouldn't necessarily get along together, so they had to digitally compose them together because otherwise you got a, a predator-prey thing going on, right? I think yeah. a dog and a guinea pig are just going to be beside each other in a kid's room. No. <laughs> well, no, you just got to control the animals, too. So it's a, it's a practical way of making a movie this way. I just thought it was interesting that Eddie Murphy would sign up to do a movie with animals, and he didn't really like animals. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Uh, so, yeah, what else did you guys think about this movie? Mm, um, Do you want to watch Dr. Doolittle 2? Sure. Wait, yeah. Is it Eddie Murphy? Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Okay, phew. Apparently, there's something to the bear. He helps a bear. Instead of a tiger this time? Apparently, it's something about forest animals. Okay. Uh, do you want to watch Dr. Doolittle 3? What? what? What's that about? It's where his daughter takes over the franchise. Oh, shit. Because his daughter can now also talk to animals. What? And then yeah. apparently they, they made three with her. There's one where she consults for the President of the United States. What? And then another one where she goes to Hollywood. I'm pretty sure the franchise peaked here. Unless the second one is better than this. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying... This was um, the best one? Well, all of a sudden, when she's now she, she's consulting for the president. It just feels like... It just feels goofy. I'll say this. Here was my problem with... I have a lot of problems with the movie. I didn't love this movie. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Right. My biggest problem was that... I mean, I didn't love the tone. I just thought it's just like... It's, it's pulling all these cheap jokes that are actually not funny. And it's inappropriate. And it's taking away from my enjoyment of this film going... Why are you just telling these lazy jokes that are not appropriate for kids, but that kids are going to get? Anyway, that, that kind of thing bothers me because it's just lazy, bad writing. The thing that really bothered me is the rules of this world. Oh, yeah. Because apparently, so what are we allowed to believe when he's a kid? That he can just hear animals. He would always hear yeah. animals, right? Yeah. The whole time. And then it just disappears. Well, he just decides to stop hearing them. Yeah, and then he bumps his head and it happens again. What does the head bump have to do with anything? Yeah. That's that's what bothered me. It's like now all of a sudden they're saying that it was locked in there, it just needed to be rattled out. 
right? It just seemed weird to me because... He hasn't bumped his head in 15 years. No, if he had bumped his head as a kid, then sure, then the bump would work. But also, I thought there there was something just more interesting to play in the fact that what if... He, he, I, I'd be okay with the idea of him actively deciding that he doesn't want to hear animals, and then he filters it out so he just can't. But then something happens where he actually has some kind of trauma, and the emotional outcome of it causes him to hear the animals again. But, that, but that's somewhat connected to the way he stopped when he was a kid. I didn't need the head bump. The head bump seemed like a bad studio note. No. Yeah. No, not a bad studio note, Annie. What do you think the head bump was? Because um, sometimes when you have a bad dream and you get rid of it, it's still locked in your head, but then when you do something, then it comes back out. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I would have been okay with that, but the idea that it's a head bump, that means that his ability to hear animals is like caused by something physical as opposed to just a skill he has. That's why the head bump bothered me. I agree with you, and that's what I was talking about, the idea that some kind of trauma unlocked it for him. Is that what you mean? Yeah. It's just the head... I don't know what trauma means. Trauma is like when something bad happens to you and it kind of affects you, so you keep on remembering it. Like something ba- Like say you got left somewhere and then you didn't like being alone. That would be trauma, right? Or say you had a house fire mm-hmm. and then you didn't like being around fire. Right? So, like, if he had just avoided animals his entire life and just stayed away from them, and then all of a sudden... But that doesn't make sense. I mean, he lives in the world. There's animals all around. Anyway. Yeah. I'm being nitpicky. Um, I, I'm... There's a, there's a... This is not the original Dr. Doolittle. There's one in the 50s or 60s. I think it's, like, 67. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that one either. I'd be curious to watch that one. I'm sure it's okay. I bet you it's... I don't know. I have no idea. That's inappropriate than this one? Well, it's all based on a book. There was a, Originally, it was a book called Dr. Doolittle. A book? What's wrong? Why, are you ma- Why did that make you mad? Annie. What was that all about? Why are you mad that it was based on a book? You want to read the book? No. Then why did you just get upset? That was crazy. A book? Why did you get upset about that? You don't know? Oh, I'm doing a, a Pee Wee Herman voice. A book? That's not Pee Wee Herman. Then what is it? You do it. There's a... I guess there's a bit of Pee Wee in that. Anyway, you're funny, Annie. Pee Wee and Herman. Pee- who's Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman is a character in a series of movies. Ify and I watched a that movie recently. Buck? So he knows who Pee Wee Herman is now. All right. So uh, do you have any other thoughts? Any, any f- closing thoughts on Dr. Doolittle? We liked it? Yep. It's ended a good message to children. It's a good movie well, for movie kids. Um, well, hmm. if you have a two-year-old or a three-year-old, you watch should it. watch it before you decide they could watch it. Oh, I like this. Maybe this is what we should start doing at the end of these, these Disney ones. Who do you recommend this for? Who should watch this movie? An adult. An adult to make sure it's safe for kids. For their kid, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Because this might not be appropriate for your kid based on Hobart. Because there are some jokes that are not... Based on how your family does bad words or you got You guys yeah. you guys don't want your kids screaming the P word. It's true. That's a word you might not want your kids screaming. Alright, so I think we'll do we'll, we'll do one more uh, movie in this, uh, in this series. But I don't know, I don't know what it'll be yet. 
century marked a new era in motion picture entertainment, now sets a new milestone with his first all-live action feature, Treasure Island, the story which thrilled 200 million readers throughout the world. Only Walt Disney... So we just finished watching... Treasure Island. That's right, it was Annie's pick. Uh, you'll notice that the sound quality might be a little bit different because we are at the farm in our social isolation, and so we're recording. We're the microphones. We're recording this on my phone. So, what did you guys think of Treasure Island? Really good, great. It's been a long time since I've seen it. We saw the play at Stratford a couple years ago, right? I don't remember. You don't remember it at all? Way different. Way different. What's that? Way different. Way different. Ben Gunn was uh, at the play. What I really liked that they they did in the play was um, Ben Gunn was this younger girl who was like an acrobat, and they had like silk and stuff, and she was flying all through the air and doing fun, crazy stuff. Do you remember that, Annie? Mm-mm. Interesting. Well, you were, that was about two or three years ago. Now I think. Oh, maybe I do. Yeah. Well, you got so like I was a, six. You got like a map and some cool stuff that day. Anyway. Now you remember. You remember the the stuff you got. So what what did you think of the characters? Who's your favorite character in that movie? Uh, I like. Well, who are the two main characters? Um, the boy, Jim. Jim and Long John. Long John. Long John is kind of like the original Jack Sparrow in a way, right? Yeah. Just in the terms of, like, you're never quite sure if you can trust Long John, right? The weird thing about this movie was, you know, the black dog or whatever his name Black was? dog? Yeah, he, he just went out and then he disappeared. It was like, where did he I, go? I thought he was going to be more part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, we like never the, see that what? again. He just Well, I think the, the point of, maybe there's more in the book, but I think the point of that in this movie is, uh, is a way for... John Silver to try to trick people and make them think he's not a pirate by sending them after a pirate to stop him, making him look like he's against pirates, right? Right. Because pir- Long John was sneaky, right? He pretended to be a cook, mm-hmm. and he convinced them all to, to let him hire his cr- crew, or a crew that he knew, who was really his crew from when he committed mutiny on the last ship he was on, right? Right. It was really weird, because like, he just ran away, and then like, that was the end of him. It's yeah, true. We never we never heard anything about like, him again. It was like, where did he go? What did he do after that? He just plum disappeared. Yeah. That's a really good observation. It's interesting that you thought about that because that happened at the beginning of the movie, so that must have really stuck with you. And also, the same. The other thing was, it's did like, he just take all the treasure? He had who, the treasure with him, right? At the end. Yeah. yeah. He has the treasure box. In that. Little ship? Yep. Mm-hmm. No, they wouldn't have let him get away with all the treasure. Yeah, he was because he pushed them all off. That was the ship that they were on. Well, that would be a very Jack Sparrow thing to do too, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing was, you know, when um Jack ran away onto the bigger ship. Jim, you mean? Yeah, Jim. Um, he, the other people that he were with. Like the captain and the doctor and that other person. They they just disappeared somewhere else. We were like, weird. Well, they snuck out. Uh, um, Long John tells us that they, they gave them the slip in the night, which means that they probably disappeared in the night 
to uh, try to hide or to try to find them, right? So that's when, and then Long John and his men stormed stormed the fort and then found it empty. But it was better that Long John told us told the story that happened that's true. when they left but if, if if he just let it blank and was like oh i don't know it would be like wait what well i kind of like what's great about it is when you, when he first shows up and sees that it's the pirates there you instantly go oh my god they killed them like you think that yeah. everyone else is, gone, like, is dead cause right because I, I see all the bodies on the ground but I'm they're like, just sleeping yeah but that's that's a really great they're not actually sleeping they're pretending to be dead no i think they were sleeping oh. I think they were legitimately resting. Yeah. It's weird that none of them were on watch, though. Yeah. You think one of them would be He's like bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, bang. So I will say, as as cool of a like a twist and reveal it is, some one of them would have been either up in that top part looking around or at the door on watch. They wouldn't have just all went to bed unless, although they are pirates, I'm sure one of them was told to stay awake and they just didn't listen. Yeah. Because so I'm pretty pirates. sure if one of them bang, if someone banged it, everyone would wake up. They're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, but they didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a great pick. This was Annie's pick. Mm-hmm. We we put a bunch of movies in a so hat. Couple kills. So that it's fair to draw. Uh, so what do we think so far of all of the the Disney uh, the Vault movies? Good. Pretty good so far. We haven't had one that we really didn't like, right? I think the only one that I was kind of met on was the the remake of the the one we watched just recently with Eddie Murphy. Which one? The Doctor Doolittle. Mm, yeah. I thought it was kind of meh. I was like, wait, what? I just thought it was a bit inappropriate for it kids. A, it was a remake. Well, it was a remake. It was like, it was like- a, there was an older. I mean, it's a it's an adaptation of a novel. But there was a Dr. Doolittle that was made a long time ago, too. At Dr. Doolittle, it said PG-13. I was like, wait, what? Well, PG-13 is, is a bit lax, depending what year it was made in. And, like, Disney, oh. Disney. Yeah. Okay. So here's a question. Are you guys curious at all to watch Muppets Treasure Island? Oh, yeah. To I... see what the Muppets do with it? That would just be a little weird. Well, it's, it's going to be a comedy, right? It's like, it's like, it's like, bang. Yeah, but that, it's going to be a comedy because it's Muppets, right? I wonder what the Muppets' guns will look like. Probably like guns. But who do you think the different characters will be? Who do you think Kermit will be in that movie? Maybe Long John? No, he's not Long John. I think he's like a, he's either Jim or he's the doctor. I think he's the I th- Jim. No, I think Robin's the Jim. Yeah. Kermit's nephew? I think he's the Jim of the movie. Probably. And I think... Who would be Long John? Actually, Long John is played by Tim Curry. Do you remember who that is? Oh, yeah. But he still has two legs, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. He Tim Curry was in Clue. He was the butler in Clue. So, but, but does that actor have two legs? Yeah, but they'll okay. pretend. And he was also It in the original It miniseries. He was? That was the same actor. Tim Curry was, is the clown in It, Pennywise. Oh, the first Pennywise in the, in the TV movie series. You didn't know that, did you? No. Same as Wadsworth. Same actor. Crazy, huh? Yeah. You'll have to look at a clip again to see if you, if you notice him. Uh, all right. Well, any other thoughts? Mm. Are you guys excited to watch more Disney Vault movies? Yeah. All right. So we'll do another edition of this. Oh, and the other thing was when he took the treasure onto that little ship, it was like, how do you take the treasure? And then the other thing You'd think was, it would sink because yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. And then the other thing was you couldn't see any 
any other flags, and, and, and then suddenly you just see this flag in the air. Like, well, the island's what? in the middle of nowhere. Also, I mean, technically, that's Ben Gunn's treasure. Dude, like, has been stuck there for five years. If anyone's earned that treasure, that's Ben Gunn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, why didn't he just take that? He's, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, take it. I Poor mean, Ben Gunn. It's like, wait, what? All right. Well, thanks, guys, for diving into these Disney Vault movies. I've really enjoyed revisiting them. Oh, and if you guys can tell us um, t- tell us how many times Annie said, wait, what? <laughs> what? That's okay. So we'll do, we'll do another uh, edition of the Disney Vault series on the podcast at some point in the future. Yep. But I think this is, this is good for, for this so far. Hello. So thanks, guys. And we will uh, we'll watch some more movies soon. Goodbye. Peace out. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter at Lon Jeremy and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, Go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.